In today's episode, I'm delving into the heart of vulnerability, revealing how survivors of childhood sexual abuse can rewrite their stories and find strength in embracing their authenticity. Stay tuned as I unveil some common myths, dismantle the barriers, and unveil the transformative power of vulnerability. Let's get into it. This is Broken to Blessed, a podcast for women survivors of childhood sexual abuse. I am your host, Michelle Hall. I am a certified Christian life coach, and I am also a survivor of childhood sexual abuse. And for many years, I felt broken because of that experience. But thank God for his blessings. He pulled me out of brokenness and into blessings. Hence the name of the podcast. And I want the same for you. Healing is possible if you're willing to do the work. Let's get started. Hello, esteemed ones. Welcome back to another episode of Broken to Blessed. Today, we're exploring a topic that is close to my heart. Vulnerability. More specifically, we'll explore how women survivors of CSA can harness the power of vulnerability to transform their lives from broken to blessed. We often hear the word vulnerability thrown around, but what does it truly mean, especially for those of us who have experienced trauma? It means being open to emotional and physical harm. And based on that definition, so many people avoid being vulnerable as a mechanism to protect themselves. Because let's be honest, who wants to open themselves up to hurt and pain? Oftentimes, survivors of traumatic events put up walls and barriers as a form of protection. It keeps them safe and gives them a level of control. So it can be very difficult to let those barriers down and open yourself up. As survivors of traumatic experiences, it's often difficult to trust people. So we stay closed off. We keep our protective barriers up. And we know that this can be the cause of a lack of intimacy and closeness in relationships. But what if you viewed vulnerability differently? What if being vulnerable is more about embracing our authenticity and showing up as our true selves, even when it feels uncomfortable? For many survivors, vulnerability might seem like walking straight into a landmine of shame. Shame is that heavy cloak we wear that is woven with the belief that our experiences define us. But here's the truth. Vulnerability is not the cause of shame. It can actually be the antidote. Before we move on and bust some myths regarding vulnerability, I want to talk to you about a book by the author, researcher, and professor Brene Brown. Brene wrote a book, called Daring Greatly, How the Courage to be Vulnerable Transforms the Way We Live, Love, Parent, and Lead. 
and it is based on research she did on shame, vulnerability, and connection, and how it all works together. I have a link to the book in the show notes if you want to order it. Once you read it, drop a comment in the Facebook group to see if you get a different perspective on vulnerability and how it can positively impact your well-being. I want to read the foreword of chapter four of the book. Chapter four is entitled The Vulnerability Armory, and it says, As children, we found ways to protect ourselves from vulnerability, from being hurt, diminished, and disappointed. We put on armor. We used our thoughts, emotions, and behaviors as weapons. And we learned how to make ourselves scarce, even to disappear. Now, as adults, we realize that we live with courage, purpose, and connection. To be the person whom we long to be, we must again be vulnerable. We must take off the armor, put down the weapons, show up, and let ourselves be seen. That's a very powerful statement. I found this to be true in my own life. Being a survivor of CSA, I shrunk myself. I didn't want to be seen, and I certainly did not want to be vulnerable. I did not want to open myself up. As a matter of fact, I internalized everything. The abuse that I had experienced, as well as some other uh, childhood hardships, I just kept it all to myself. And that was my barrier. Silence was my barrier. The research that she has done shows that being vulnerable is neither good nor bad. And those who embraced vulnerability wholeheartedly had better outcomes in their lives. So let's look at three common myths about vulnerability. Myth number one, being vulnerable is a sign of weakness. This could not be further from the truth. Vulnerability takes immense strength. Myth number two, I have to share every detail of my trauma to be vulnerable. Vulnerability is about sharing what feels safe and empowering for you. You get to choose what to share and what not to share. Myth number three. Vulnerability means being a burden to others. But in reality, vulnerability can deepen connections and create a safe space for healing. Chapter two of Daring Greatly is named Debunking Vulnerability Myths. In regard to vulnerability being a sign of weakness, the question was asked of several people. What is vulnerability? Here are some of the replies that came in. Starting my own business. Standing up for myself. Sharing an unpopular opinion going on the first date after a divorce, getting fired. 
exercising in public, especially when I don't know what I'm doing and I'm out of shape. Presenting my product to the world and getting no response. Asking for forgiveness. These things do not evoke weakness, but instead great strength and fortitude. A willingness to expose themselves to something that was uncomfortable and even risky. Myth number two says, I have to share every detail of my trauma to be vulnerable. And that is indeed a myth. I'd like to share my journey of vulnerability. You know, many years ago, I would never have considered sharing my story and the details of the abuse that I experienced as a young girl. It was something that I wanted to keep to myself. I just didn't want anyone to know. But as the Lord would have it, I revealed the abuse to my family, and it was such a weight lifted from me. There was such a freedom about it that I have no problems at this point in my life sharing my story. However, I do not share the entire story. There are things that will probably never be shared. That doesn't need to be shared for the impact that I want the story to have. I recently wrote a story for an anthology called Living in the Key of Joy, Volume 3. And my story was about my personal journey to self-discovery. In the story, I talk openly about some of my experiences as a young girl. I was, and I was talking to a friend of mine who had recently read the story in the book. And she said, oh, my goodness, Michelle, I cannot believe that you wrote what you wrote. She said, I don't think I could have done that. She said, you got really deep into how you felt, into what happened, and I just don't think I could open myself up that way. And I thought it was quite an amazing testament because It is truly a 180 that I've done in this area. I simply explained to her that I shared what I felt comfortable sharing. I told what I wanted to tell, and I told enough of the story to where I felt it would help others on their own journey. And I was 100% comfortable with every word I wrote. I decided what to share. And that is very empowering. It's amazing when you open yourself up and something beautiful comes forth to be a help and a blessing to other people. I have three tips for how you can begin to embrace vulnerability. Tip number one, self-compassion and acceptance. Start by cultivating self-compassion and self-acceptance. Remember, you are not defined by your past. Treat yourself with some kindness, the same kindness you would offer a dear friend. Start journaling or practice mindfulness or write your own affirmations to help you shift 
your self-perception. Tip number two, setting boundaries. I talked about boundaries in last week's episode. Check it out if you haven't listened to it yet. Vulnerability doesn't mean opening yourself up to everyone. It's about choosing who you share with. Be very discerning about who you open up to. And if you need to, take baby steps. Setting boundaries is crucial to protect your emotional well-being. Communicate your needs clearly and firmly. And do not hesitate to step away from situations or people that make you feel unsafe. Tip number three, seek support. This is a common tip for many things that you will experience on your healing journey. You do not have to navigate this alone. Seek support from therapists, support groups, coaches, or close friends who uplift you. Sharing your story in a safe space can be incredibly liberating and healing. You are not alone, and there are people who genuinely care about your well-being. Remember that vulnerability is not the enemy. It is a bridge to healing, growth, and transformation. Embracing vulnerability is a step towards reclaiming your power and rewriting your story. So let's shed the weight of shame and start the journey from broken to blessed. Stay strong, stay vulnerable, and always know that your story is worthy to be told. Until next time. Thank you for joining me on this episode of Broken to Blessed. Subscribe to the podcast and share it with all of your sister girlfriends. This podcast may be the catalyst to their healing journey. And remember, life can get better. You just have to do the work. God bless.